coming off of Matrix Resurrections, which does the requel, which is the remake, sequel, reboot thing, where you have legacy characters who have to interact with new characters. When you have coming off of Matrix Resurrections and Spider-Man No Way Home, and now you have Scream, which I was there on opening night 25 years ago. I was there last night to see um, Scream 5 open, and I liked it, but there are two fundamental flaws with this one, and I'm not going to spoil anything because... Uh, I really do want to get into some spoilers, but I'm going to avoid them here because I think, like all these movies, they're always better when you don't know what you're getting into. But the biggest one is that the legacy characters, while they're relatively well integrated, they were two-thirds unnecessary. And while... It made sense at the same time that you could see almost immediately how it didn't necessarily make sense and how it probably would have been better if you didn't bring them all back um, or just got smarter about how you did. Um, the second part of this is, is what I noticed is that this cherry-picked the best and worst parts of Scream 3 and 4 and threw them all together. And while you have the kind of commentary, the meta-commentary that's really good, in particular in Scream 3, because you have the story, the Hollywood story playing out, but it was a new way of looking at how is it playing in the, the real world. So you have that going on, because this is, this is literally 25 years later within the, the life of the movies. But it just doesn't play well with the new characters. They have the the problem of, of Scream 4 where they're just not that interesting for the most part. The most interesting ones are Sideline, the niece and nephew of Randy Meeks from the original who are just as geeky as he was, are, are, are there for some exposition dumps, but then that's about it. Um, and then... Like I said, you just have the mix. The leads are phenomenal for the most part. The younger characters are pretty good actors, the ones that they've got and that are on the focus of what has to happen. But when you look at this, you've got a drawback or a drawdown from the number of kills, just like the very first one. There were not actually that many. It just kept getting ramped up, ramped up, ramped up. So the three and four have almost the same number of kills um, from one and then two killers and then this one again i won't spoil it it gets trimmed down to uh not as many kills like the very first one um and it works i like that i mean it, it, it's fine but there was so much exposition dumping and things that get explained from way back when that could have been so much better and i'm going to probably do a spoiler video about this because i really want to talk about how some of this could have been fixed really really easily this could have been easily better than the first scream and quite honestly as a reintroduction if you think of the new matrix as a film that stands alone and even if you'd never seen the original matrix it was pretty good this kind of fits that bill um but it would kind of make people beg the question why did i bother with the first ones if i'm just going to watch this one anyway um but if you're a diehard scream fan like i've always been this is great, but it also begs a question, like Matrix Resurrections, does it need to go any further? 
I don't know. Probably not. But I will watch it again pretty soon because there's a lot to digest in this one.